from this passage last Sunday evening, and we're just revisiting it briefly. Matthew 18, 21. Peter came up and said to Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. Matthew 18, 21 to 22. The the previous teaching of, of Jesus about being reconciled with a brother had prompted Peter to ask how often we're expected to forgive others. And that's a great question for us since we live around sinners at home, extended family, church, workplace, neighborhood, anywhere you go. It's a great question for us. How often are we expected by God to forgive others in the community? And the radical answer of Jesus is that God's grace causes us to continue to forgive over and over without calculation of the extent of grace we're showing others. Stop keeping track. Don't count it. Keep on forgiving. In the privacy of our own minds and lives, we tend to think we can simply ignore offenses or outwardly act in friendly ways without being required by God to actually forgive from our hearts. So as Jesus told a parable, he got to that issue of our hearts. In this parable, Jesus challenged us about our incorrect thinking that our hearts have to be engaged. So the first servant had a debt that was astronomical, impossible to pay. The king forgives the servant the entire debt. That same servant walks outside, finds a friend who owes him a couple bucks, a little bit by comparison. He starts to choke him and will not forgive the second servant. The king's provoked then to call in the first servant, the forgiven one, and put him in prison instead. And Jesus says in verse 33, Should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? So Jesus applies the parable to all of us in verse 35, warning us not to ignore the importance of heart-level forgiving. It goes like this, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother. Matthew 18.35 The gospel is that God forgives every Christian of all of our wrongs beyond measure. We were destitute in our sins and we could not possibly repay the debt we owed to God and God simply canceled our debt generously and freely. The gospel means, though, that there's an obligation on us then. Consequently, we must extend the same kind of forgiveness to those who injure us. If we remain unforgiving, we've not received the grace that we thought we did. We can't allow ourselves to become embittered toward each other. Paul summarizes this way, Colossians 3.13. If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Colossians 3.13. So when we come to the Lord's Supper, we're warned not to turn the blessing of the bread and the cup into a poison, as some of the ancient believers did in Corinth. We can't pick and choose the grace of God. If we want God to grant us forgiveness, but we want the ability to hang on to grudges from others, we're picking and choosing the grace of God, and God won't have it. He says it never works like that. You missed everything. Lay down your grudges, Jesus says. From your heart. Don't fake it. Inside. Uh, So we come to the Lord's Supper, we reflect on his words, and we ask ourselves important questions. Is there a person who's hurt me? Whom I have not forgiven? How would you know? (laughs) 
you could ask yourself a couple more questions. Could you start to forget what they did? If you're always remembering it, you're probably, most definitely, rehearsing it and keeping it fresh. If you're not rehearsing it, you're probably already starting to forget it. So stop rehearsing it, stop remembering it, start forgetting it. Can you do that? Who of us can do that? We need more grace, Lord. For you to forgive me, I can take that. But for me to forgive others, I'm going to need a boatload of grace for that. Help me, Lord. The God who has forgotten your sins is offering you grace to take that next step. I'll give you grace for that. I've got grace for that. Here comes. Christ died for the forgiveness of your sins, including the sin of holding grudges. Repent of it. Be forgiven now. Forgive now. Receive renewed strength from Christ to reconcile and maintain good relationships with others. This is the life of the covenant community for which Christ purchased us.